What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we're on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie, or in this case, the greatest TV show of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by Sir Nick Ziegler. How you doing today, sir? I am doing fine. I got all of like four hours of sleep after my 24, and uh, I'm ready to go up until tonight when I crash hard. Are you going to be going back to sleep later or no? <laughs> what is sleep, sir? <laughs> sleep right, is yeah. a week. <laughs> <laughs> uh no I, I don't i don't sleep good <laughs> my my schedule is so fucked up going from nights to days that i'm lucky if i get four hours it's probably why i'm so fucking miserable all the time yeah i'm sure that's part of it it's time for a vacation <laughs> sir uh yeah that's why that's why i'm doing all this sir <laughs> coming up in one month i'm oh i'm not i'm not looking forward to going back to disney yeah back to it because luke is like a uh the dude is scared of everything, so I'm sure we're gonna have to. He's not gonna go on any rides. I'm I'm just foreseeing it. He is not gonna do any rides, and it's gonna be miserable. See, I'm sure my kids are gonna be like all excited for the rides. We're gonna wait in line for hours, and right when we get up to sit down, they're gonna bitch out. <laughs> oh fuck this! <laughs> what? Did you say the f word? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyways, this is Surfing the Stream. Every week we review a, a typically we review movies, but uh, we do occasionally do TV shows. This is the first time that we are doing a weekly series, a weekly review slash recap of a TV show, and that is The Last of Us. And this is the review and recap of episode number three. And so far, so good with this series. Uh, if you've been listening to the first two episodes of the series, I'm really, really loving it. I've tried my best not to kind of compare it to compare it to the game, but it's kind of it's kind of it's very difficult. It's very difficult. And I'm just going to go ahead and forewarn everybody. I'm going to be that person this week. I'm going to compare it to the game because this is the biggest departure from the game so far. So I'm going to try my best not to be a total douchebag when it comes to, oh, that's not like the game. This sucks. I'm, I'm going to try my best. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you that's probably not going to happen. And the reason why I wanted Nick on this week, and hopefully for future episodes if he if he has the time, he has never played the game. So I wanted that fresh perspective of not knowing any of the source material uh, because I think me and him had briefly talked about episode one, and he was like, oh, my God, that's like, amazing i'm like yeah it is but episode two for me personally was better because well i knew what was happening in the beginning of episode one so i really wanted that fresh perspective of somebody that didn't know the source material and see where they come out with with this series so so far sir how are you liking the series uh so far i'm enjoying it quite a lot uh, uh it's it's a fresh take on a zombie-ish genre i love how it's not just like Oh, they got like it's actual like zombie apocalypse, like the typical like Walking Dead or some shit like that. No, this is like a fungus, <laughs> right? And I think that that's the the fresh part of it is the fact that it's not, um, you know, first back in the day your whole haunted occult type thing, and then it went to all the rage, which was the zombie virus, and we're moving on, <laughs> something new. Yes. Now I don't know if you know this, sir, but a couple of things that have changed so far with with the show is 
the the whole kissing each other with the fucking shit coming out of their mouth, the little t- tendrils. Not in the game, not in the game whatsoever. Uh, it was actually spores were a huge thing in the game. So if you went to like a heavily concentrated area with spores, like if you breathe it in, you can get infected. So they would be you'd have to wear a gas mask and shit like that. Okay. So which makes whole, makes sense in real life, yes. Yeah. So the whole tendril thing didn't happen in the game. Uh, I think that's really the biggest thing that's been different so far, other than Tess didn't die by zombies in the game. She died by uh, she died by Fedra. They came into okay. same, same location, same shit kind of happened, except it wasn't zombies that killed her. It was Fedra. So All right. those are the biggest changes so far. Do Do you think? The uh, the gas mask change was brought on by Pedro Pascal because he was just sick of wearing the Mandalorian mask for his entire career that he didn't want to wear another mask. You know, I wouldn't be surprised by it. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised by it. And I'm kind of disappointed. I feel like the, the gas mask would have added a, a lot of tension to the show. Yeah. So, I mean, and but but then again, we would never have gotten like the most disgusting kiss I've ever seen in my life. That's fair. I mean, she he's going in for that kiss. I'm like, oh, God, I feel like that that's going in my throat. <laughs> Shout out to that. But yes, uh, up until now, those have been just the minor little changes. Episode three is the biggest departure from the game. And I will help fill in Nick with what's different versus what's new. And yes, so if you have not watched episodes one, two or three, then you do not need to be listening to this review you need to either a go back and listen to our reviews of one and two or i mean better yet go watch the fucking show and make sure you're not getting spoiled on anything so this is your final warning to dip on out so we are 100 percent full on just spoiler mode now yes good news is you don't know future stuff so you can't spoil that (laughs) that's fair (laughs) so me i have to i have to tip tip you're still walking eggshells Still walking on eggshells. So, yes, uh, anything from the end of episode three backwards is fair game. And I will not spoil anything from episode three onwards. I'm on board, sir. All right. Let's do this. This is episode number three. Long, long time. Joel and Ellie, he tests final instructions and hike to meet allies Bill and Frank. Joel teaches Ellie about the government's execution of innocents during the early days of the outbreak. In 2007, Frank stumbles onto the compound of paranoid survivalist Bill, who takes him in. They begin a romance, sharing a love of music and food. Years later, Frank contacts Tess by radio, and the couples enter a tenuous friendship. In the present, Frank is terminally ill and asks Bill to euthanize him after they marry. Bill, not wanting to live without Frank, kills himself as well. Joel and Ellie arrive some time later. They discover a letter Bill left for Joel, explaining that protecting Frank is what gave his life meaning after the outbreak and leaving Joel his supplies. Joel takes Bill's truck and sets out with Ellie to find Tommy. And that is episode numero three. So what did you think, sir? It was an interesting episode. I don't know how much further to put into that. Um, like the, the the first 10, 15 minutes where it's just Joe and Ellie again was a good startup. 
but the relationship building with two characters that we haven't really met yet, Bill and Frank, seem to be out of place this early in the series. No, I agree. I agree. I, I look. I, I think if you would have placed this, and you and I kind of briefly talked about it through text, if they had put this episode and it'd be very very difficult to place this episode anywhere else considering the timeline with the game and and the show if this would have happened either a later in the season or in a i don't know a season two or whatever this probably has more impact but like you said we've gotten two episodes actually technically only one episode with joel and ellie and then now all of a sudden we're shifting from them and going to to this relationship and these two characters that don't really mean a whole lot past this point. So why are we devoting an entire episode to these two characters that if you play the game, there wasn't much with them in the game. It was literally just a small little, I guess I'll call it a little chapter, if you even want to call that. It was a very small segment of the game with these characters in it. Or and to be fair, it was only really one character. It was uh it was Bill. Frank was in it, but he was kind of like not in it, if that makes any sense. Okay. So so yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I think it look, this this is a fine episode. Everybody's kind of singing the praises of this episode for, for many different reasons. A lot of it uh we're not gonna talk about on the podcast because we, we typically don't don't talk about that kind of shit on the podcast. We don't talk about uh, you know the uh, people being like homosexuality and shit like that. We just don't, we don't touch that subject on the podcast. So typically, we're not going to to go towards that subject. But with this episode, we're kind of our hands are kind of tied. We gotta talk about it because that's such a huge portion of this episode. But I'll kind of fill in what's different with the game, sir. Um. Did you think the relation, like, do you think that, uh, let me phrase that. Do you think the episode was just good the way it is? Like, even with it kind of departing from the main relationship that we were kind of hoping for with Joel and Ellie? I think my main issue is the fact that they mention, well, this was the first episode Bill and Frank were even brought up, right? Or at the end of episode two? Yes. I want to say, that, yeah, I want to say they brought it up in episode two. All right, like at the very end, whenever like, all right, well, this failed. We gotta go. To, we gotta go find Bill and Fred. Like they're gonna help or Frank. I'm sorry, Bill and Frank. I think the issue I have with this episode is we've never met them, and they show Joel and Tess with them for one scene where they have like this awkward dinner, and then we're just. Okay, now they're now they're good friends and they help each other out. When it ended on don't ever point a gun at me again, I'll kill you kind of situation. And then the scene cuts and now they're best friends. I just I think there should have been like in the game, you said Bill's alive in the game. And Frank is alive, I guess, in the game with Joel and Tess. There should have been that back and forth to build that relationship to where we can see them grow before we have this episode dedicated to the final or the life of Bill and Frank. Like it was a good episode. I just don't think 
it was a good episode. I just don't think it flowed with the season so far. No, I agree. I think if they're if you're going to devote an entire episode to two characters that aren't going to move past this point, then you definitely needed to lay some breadcrumbs before that to kind of to kind of help with the pacing and help with the uh, development of the characters and whatnot. Now, a lot of people are saying that this this was a great love story, great romance, and all that. And I, I get where they're coming from and all that. To me personally, I thought it was all rushed. Well, and that goes back to it. Like you can have this great love story and great whatever in a world that is absolute shit, which they're in. But the problem is is we haven't seen the world in absolute shit on TV, but for an hour and a half so far. We've seen the very small portion of Boston that we saw, and we saw the countryside. We haven't seen a whole world decimated. And the point that we see with Bill and Frank is they're in an abandoned town that looks, by all means, like it hasn't been touched at all. Yep. They're living in their own little paradise, completely unaffected by the world. I mean, you see one infected in this episode, or technically two infected, but Bill sees one infected in this episode. And then Joel warns Bill that raiders are going to be coming. And there's one scene where the raiders come. And that was all of five minutes. And then aside from that, they just live in paradise. Yeah. Yeah. So here, here's what happens in the game. So... This whole section with with Bill happens a few hours into the game. Uh, the whole couple, first couple episodes, that's, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm guessing here, that's, I don't know, a handful of hours that you're playing like that because you're actually going through the city, you're going through the buildings, you get to the uh, section where Tess dies, and then they go here to meet Bill, and then that's another couple of hours, I want to say. So when we meet Bill in the game you find a letter from frank saying it's basically a goodbye letter to bill uh they had like a falling out uh he does refer to frank as a partner in there so they allude to a to a gay romance in the in the game but it's never actually stated oh, these two are in love with each other. These two are a couple. It's, he just calls them a partner. That's all he refers to them as in the game. But you kind of insinuate what that relationship is. So Frank leaves Bill because Bill is, I don't know, he has like this bad look on life. He doesn't want to live his life and he just wants to stay in the confines of that, of his, uh, his fortress and whatnot or his, his home. And to some degree, that's explored in this episode. They do have like a little, a little fight. What, like six years later, or some shit like that. Whenever he first talks to Tess and Joel over the radio, yeah, yeah. So they they do have that little portion that's kind of the same. Um, but Frank does leave Bill before you get to that whole part of the game. And um, at some point in the game. In that whole same little section, you end up going through a house, and that's where you find Frank, who has hung himself. And that's where Bill says he Bill breaks down, says that's my partner, and that's that's the extent of the Bill and Frank from what I remember in the game. You get the car battery from Bill; he doesn't die, 
And uh, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the that's the whole section with Bill. Okay. So Bill doesn't die in the game, from what I remember. Uh, and Frank dies by by suicide. And uh, yeah, that's that's all I remember. So the whole relationship aspect of Bill and Frank is never explored in the game. So that's completely different departure from the game. And uh, how they both die is a, another huge departure. So, you know, when I was initially watching this episode, I was thinking, well, this isn't fucking like the game, man. And I try not to be that guy. I try not to be that guy. I try to just watch the show for what it is. You know, you had texted me because you had watched the episode before I did. And you texted me and you said, wow, this is a hell of an episode to come in on. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I finished watching it. And I'm like, well, yeah, because this has nothing to do with the game. And among other things. Me just kind of briefly stating what happened in the game. Do you think the game got it right? Do you think the the show got it right? It's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, because really I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Bill doesn't play any further role. But I don't know. I just I think it was a a wasted episode. I mean, it doesn't lead anything towards the story at this point. And then, I mean, you bring in Nick Offerman, who's a big name. To play in a show for 40 minutes and now he's killed off. Like, is he going to come back in a flashback scene? I mean, I was upset whenever Tess died because I like Anna Tor from her previous shows that she's been on. And then she goes and dies in the second episode. And I'm like, well, shit, man. Like, that was part of the reason why I jumped in on this is because she was in the show. Like, they're they're totally Game of Thrones in me here on this, killing <laughs> off all my favorite characters. Yeah, I, I actually didn't even know who she was before the show. And if y'all go back and listen to my review, I wasn't a huge fan of that character in the first episode, but they did a lot of legwork in the second episode with Tess. And I think so far they, they've been doing really, really well with, with the character development. But now when we get to Bill and Frank, it's it's so rushed because honestly, you can't devote this to multiple episodes. So they're combining this all into... I don't know, it was 30, 40 minutes because it's bookended by stuff with Joel and Ellie. The entire right. episode is. So, yeah, it, it just feels so rushed to me. And that's one of the biggest complaints that I have about it. But on top of that, another huge complaint is, you mentioned it, this feels like a wasted episode because we legitimately get no development of Ellie and Joel through this character relationship. Yes, we get a little bit of backstory, and that's how uh, that's how Joel meets Bill, and that's how he gets the car battery. But I mean, you could have literally done anything else. You you could have just brought in Bill for just I don't know five seconds to say, "Oh yeah, here's a car battery." Right. You, you it wouldn't have changed anything. And that's the biggest issue that I have with this episode is it is it does nothing for the greater, I guess, overall story for The Last of Us in this TV series. It did not develop Joel and Ellie. Or a majority of the episode did not. It doesn't introduce you to two new characters that are going to be carried throughout the entire series. Uh, it, it's pretty much just it. So this just feels like... It felt like I got bamboozled for 40 minutes. And the fact that I'm never going to see these characters again. So it's like, why did I just waste... 30, 40 minutes on characters that I'm never going to see again. And they weren't a huge part of the first game to begin with. I, I think there are, there are two more characters coming up soon that's kind of like a deviation from 
the game, kind of like Bill and Frank. I, I don't know what they're doing in the TV show, but I know they're in the game. Um, I thought that that little section of the game was probably more impactful than Bill and Frank. So I'm curious to know um, how the TV show is going to handle these two characters. Um, not That's not a spoiler or anything like that, but I, I just think that developed Joel and Ellie more so than than this does. So I'm, I'm curious to know how the uh, the producers are gonna gonna handle that in the TV show. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I don't know. This was a hard one. I just I, I I don't know how to feel about it. I just it doesn't seem like it belonged in the series. So I'm looking at it from two different perspectives. Okay, one perspective is I, I try to be unbiased in in my reviews. So how does it work as a just a straight up episode? You know, developing characters, a story, and all that, all that good stuff. I mean, if you look at it from that perspective, if it just being a one contained story, I mean, yeah, it's probably a pretty good episode. It's probably a great episode at that. I mean, a lot of people love this episode. And from what I've gathered on like Twitter and social media and some of the review sites, typically most people either really, really love this episode or they don't like it much at all. I'm going to be the the weird person and kind of fall in the middle. I, I think it's a good episode, but that's just from my unbiased opinion. Now, as someone that is watching the series, as someone that has played the games, I don't really care for the episode whatsoever because it just doesn't mean anything to me going for it. Uh, right. It was, it was character development and characters that lasted 40 minutes. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about the the bookend stuff, the Joel and Ellie stuff. And then we can kind of close this episode out. How do you feel about that relationship? Because it does develop slightly, slightly more so in the beginning of the episode. The later aspect of it is more of kind of pushing the story forward, not really developing the characters. It's more of developing the story. Uh, how do you feel about the the relationship as of right now, sir? Uh she is definitely an annoying disturbance to Joel. <laughs> she she's literally just a piece of heavy annoying cargo that he is trying to offload. That that is my perspective on Ellie based upon Joel's reaction to everything she does. He he much rather just have her bound and gagged and just put in a bag and just deliver her somewhere versus her walking around and talking. <laughs> No, that that's 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 absolutely true. Absolutely, true. <laughs> I do love how we got some some further like development of what happened with with the uh, with the fungus and the the outbreak and whatnot. Well, and that went back to what you said in your episode two review about how there was always that theory that it was in the flower or grains or something like that, and then Joel comes out in like the first five minutes, and it's like, yeah, so this is pretty much what everybody thinks actually happened, and I don't. I don't think any of that was explored in the game. If it was, it was explored in like letters or some shit that I never read. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I do like how they are kind of just giving us like little tidbits. I, look, I don't need to know every nitty gritty detail of how the, the the outbreak happened. I just need to have some kind of idea of, okay, how did the characters get to this point? And I, I don't want to review episode two again, but you know, the, the first, what, 10 minutes of episode two was devoted to uh, Indonesia. And I thought that was a great uh, intro to that episode because it kind of explored what happened. 
and it went back in time. And then now we get a little bit more tidbits with Joel and Ellie having their discussions. You know, she's asking him questions like Barbara Walters over here. And some of it's funny. Some of it's funny. And uh, I, I do enjoy those moments. It kills me, though. There's so like Ellie like sees a plane crash on the hillside and she's like, oh, my God, what's that? Did that thing actually fly? And then fast forward five minutes later, they walk into a gas station and there's an old Mortal Kombat 2 video game sitting there. And she's like, this game is the best. My friend knows everything about it. And I'm like, that game came out 40 years ago, 30 years ago. You're 14 years old. You don't even, you've never seen this before. How do you know what it is? I, I have an answer for you, sir, but it would be spoilers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> for next week's episode. <laughs> Actually, I think that is, I'm, I'm looking at, because I'll recap everything through Wikipedia. Uh, that's episode seven. <laughs> episode seven. Okay. So in if I'm going by weeks. if I'm going behind if I'm going by uh, title names, episode seven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then they walk into the gas station, and Joel's just like, "Yeah, just you know, don't touch anything." And but they don't even clear it. Like he just walks in there. Yeah, no, there's typically not infected around here, but who knows? Keep your eyes out, and then. He just walks straight to find this hole versus clearing the entire building first. Yeah. Like there's no like animosity about going in there. It's just, hey, watch out. And then all willy nilly. I am going to go find my stuff. Well, yeah. And I, like first thing he says is stay out here. I'll be right back. And then she just follows him inside. And he's like, just don't touch anything. And then she literally touches everything. <laughs> right. And then she finds a dark hole and is like, hmm, I wonder what the hell's down here. Let me go check it out real quick. <laughs> And then there's an infected person. It's like, bro, you would have found that if you would have looked first. Like, so I'm very curious about that scene. And I'm not, I guess, not curious as to so much as to I kind of know where. Look, it, it's so hard not to say shit because of future spoilers. But I, I think that is an interesting scene where she's kind of just staring at him, and she just slowly inserts a knife into the brain. Yeah, that was a little dark for her. It's it's really dark, but it's it's kind of showcasing this. This won't get paid off right now, but in the future that will get paid off for her character arc. Uh, so I'm excited to see where the series takes that character, knowing what happens in the game. Uh, that never happens in the game. I mean, obviously you're just <laughs> slicing and dicing zombies left and right. You don't have this little slow knife stab. But uh, I'm interested to see where they take that character. Uh, just based off that one scene, so so they're gonna they're gonna do the 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 slow methodical development from annoying fourteen year old to evil girl versus the the Game of Thrones Danny going high and mighty queen to evil overnight. No, no, not quite like that. All right, not quite like that. I can't say anything. All right, <laughs> I'll stop prodding because. Because it it, it, it it will spoil the second game if I go too much into detail here. Just know that that one scene in particular, just keep a, a little little filing cabinet in your brain going, okay, this is this is going to come back later. All right. If, if the show follows the games a little bit more to the T than this particular episode, which I don't think they won't. So I, I'm just saying just keep a little reminder in your head about this that one particular scene because it's, uh, it's very interesting about where her character is going. I did like uh, the transition between the first bookend to the main story, the main plot of the episode, 
where they're talking about the uh, the grave pit that they found. Uh huh. And you know, oh, they got people got rounded up to get brought to the quarantine zones, and then if they didn't have room, they just slaughtered everybody. That was a good transition talking point. Just it's better better them for them to be dead than to be infected in the future. Kind of just mindset that the world was in at that point. That's so fucking dark, right? <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dark. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, would you rather them be infected <laughs> or get infected eventually? We just kill, we just straight up murk people, right? Yeah, I like that. And then the last portion of the episode, they get the car battery, and then that's when Joel and Ellie have the discussion about he's going to take her to Tommy, and she's going to do what he says when he says it. That whole scene, almost word for word, what happens in the game, almost word for word. If you go online, YouTube, or even like Facebook, I've seen it. Uh, they'll play the the side by side of the game and the move of the show, and it's legitimately almost an exact copy of the game. So that that scene in particular, I'm not gonna say it's like this huge character development thing that pushes the story forward because it's it's not really that, but it does push the story far further enough ahead that you kind of get a sense of of what's going to happen with this relationship and uh, i'm excited to uh i'm excited to see it in movie form rather than the game form where was bill's camp i don't know off the top of my head like obviously it's between baltimore and boston so it's somewhere in new england like new york pennsylvania ish area i'm assuming What's the uh, what's the controversy behind the Boston thing? Have you read about that? No, it has uh, I haven't. Aside from probably, it looks nothing like Boston, yeah. or they were ten miles outside of the center of Boston, which is probably still Boston. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you live in Boston, you know I just know that I love you when I say this. Uh, I hate Boston. <laughs> 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 don't don't uh don't. Click out of this episode and say, fuck these motherfuckers. We still love you, but uh, I don't I don't like your city at all. Actually, I take that back. Some of the people in Boston I don't like. <laughs> so so where's Tommy supposed to be? He is, what is it, Wyoming? It's a long-ass drive. Is it Wyoming? Something happens in Wyoming. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm wrong. I, I Look, I can't say much past that because then it's a spoiler. That's like 2,000 miles away. And they said it was five hours. It is not five hours. <laughs> if it's so, Wyoming, it is not five hours. The math does not track. So maybe... Hold on, I'm going to have to Google this. Because <laughs> I, I don't remember. I'm going to Google this. Where's Tommy located in The Last of Us? Because, yeah, I mean, I remember her saying five hours. I'm like, I thought it was a little bit further than that. Okay, he is in Jackson, Wyoming. I was fucking right. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, yeah, Wyoming. So, because it, it's a it's a long portion of the game that you're you're doing this little trek through the U.S. to to get to him. Uh, so yeah, I'm not sure what uh. I'm not sure where he's at in the actual TV show. Did Massachusetts. Lincoln, Lincoln, Massachusetts. 
So they just changed it up. So I'm curious. Though I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say anything because I mean it's not technically a spoiler, but I'm still saying shit from the end of, from the rest of the game. So I'm not gonna do that. Uh, it's interesting that they would change that, and I'm assuming it has to do with them confining the entire first game into one season, and that's why they're doing it like that. But you can always just do time jumps. So I don't know why they would just yeah change, whatever dr- driving from Massachusetts to the center of Wyoming is 31 hours. God damn. Could you imagine doing that with kids? Three kids? Oh, dude, ten hour trips that turn into fourteen hour trips. <laughs> that's that's legitimately like a six day trip with kids. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely it's like a five hour flight, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's one of those things you're like, hmm, should I spend an extra four grand and just get there in like four hours? Yes, I should. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm talking about that at Disney. <laughs> like, do I really want to drive ten hours to Orlando? Not really. Spend the grand, <laughs> rent a car. They have a. They have tablets. They do, but they're like the uh, the indestructible kid tablets that are probably four years old each. So they move extremely slow. And oh. don't have memory, but for maybe one or two games. Yep. Yep. Because the kids, we, we usually charge their switches up and their tablets up. When their, their switch dies, we charge the switch while they're watching their tablet. <laughs> <laughs> can I watch my tablet? Not until your switch dies. Fuck that. It was one. the best thing getting the hotspot on my phone. So now I can play Disney movies and stuff on their tablets to them. Yes. 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 You know, it's not like back in the old days when we could entertain ourselves in the car. Right. You had a Game Boy that you had to hold a flashlight in your mouth when you played it because it didn't have a backlight on it. Or you get a little uh, little hook lamp for it. Yep. Plugged into the side. Yes. Memories. God damn. <laughs> you had the uh, four foot cable that you can connect to your uh, co-pilot next to you so you could battle Pokemon the entire trip. Bruh. I couldn't do that much because my brothers weren't into Pokemon. They would just they would call me bad names. <laughs> <laughs> So I never played Pokemon with my brothers, but I enjoyed playing Pokemon with myself. <laughs> so overall, what'd you get this episode, sir? One out of 10. Oh, for an episode, if it were by itself, I will give it an eight and a half. For an episode within a series, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. All right. I'm de- I'm a little bit lower on it than you. So yes, we're gonna we're gonna cop out here and give two scores. I, Cause I think that's fair. I think it's fair to give out two scores because one, while I didn't like this episode, I'm not I'm not unbiased. I, I can't be unbiased and and tell you that. Or let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase up everything I just said. I do have the game in my memory, so. There's no way I can set that aside and look at this unbiased. So I have to do two scores. As a standalone episode in this series, in the context after episodes one and two, I give episode a seven out of ten. I, I think it's I think it's a good episode. I don't necessarily like it. In fact, if I go back and rewatch the series, I'm just probably gonna skip this episode altogether. Or I may just watch the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes. And that's legitimately all you need to see 
to get the context of where the series is going. Because the middle portions, I mean, as of now, unless unless things change and they're doing some different shit in the later. Yeah, portions, unless they have flashbacks with Bill and Frank later on. Yeah, and this this could retroactively make this episode better. So I'm not going to sit here and say that this episode is going to stay a 7 out of 10, or in this case, as a standalone episode by itself, an 8 out of 10. I mean, yeah, they could do some legwork in the later portions of the season, bring back Bill or Frank in some flashbacks, and this could retroactively make the episode better. I'm okay with that if they, if they do it like that. But if if this is just the end of Bill and Frank as we know it in the series, then, yeah, I'm going to stick with a 7 out of 10 for me personally, and I'll just skip the episode whenever I, whenever I watch the series. But uh, do you have anything else you want to say, sir, before we, uh, before we cut out? No, sir. I think that wraps it up for me. I will probably see you next week on this, huh? Uh, yes, if you're, if you're down for it. Well, you know, I'm not doing anything else these next few weeks. So. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, the, that's the biggest thing. I, I had totally forgotten that you hadn't played the game. And then you're kind of going... The biggest thing that kind of drew me to you, sir, for the series was was episode one. You were like, oh my God, that first part of the episode was was amazing. And I'm like, yeah, it fucking was amazing. But I knew it was coming. So is it as amazing as it could have been knowing? Because I have the memory of my face. <laughs> I remember the feelings that I had when the game was played and I got to that moment of the first episode where Sarah dies. It was like someone legitimately ripped out my heart. I was like, oh my God, man, I didn't know a game could make me feel. Dude, that was painful because, like, that first half of the episode, that she was the main character. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you just straight up ganked her in the very middle of it. And that's the exact same that 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 POV with her as the main character. You played as her in the first portion of that game, so they didn't change the perspectives. In in the game, do you play as both Ellie and Joel, or just Joel, or? Yes. You that, that didn't answer your question. <laughs> you didn't. That, that answered everything. <laughs> I asked two yes or no questions. Which one are you asking? <laughs> uh, I won't tell you why, because it would be spoilers. But yes, you do play as Joel and Ellie at one point. Okay. And then, yeah, that's that's all I'll say about that. Okay. And it's like, I'm, I'm assuming. Like this first half that we're in right now, not to go forward. Like you're playing as Joel, I'm going to assume, and Ellie's piggybacking on you. And is Correct. it one of those sections where like you have to keep her alive? Or is she like able to take care of herself? No, she she actually takes care of herself. You almost literally don't have to do anything with Ellie. Okay, because I hate because I because I'm like eventually if I ever work up the courage to buy a PlayStation and tell my wife about it that I spent that much money. And I eventually play this game. I hate those sections in games where you have to babysit and keep people alive. So if an entire game is based on that, just not doing it. <laughs> no, the really, really good thing about her tagging along is she doesn't alert enemies either. It's literally just you. Okay. So if an enemy sees you, it's your own fucking fault. So that that, that is the good thing about the... Uh, the, uh, the piggyback that you have. And she will help you dispatch some zombies and shit like that. But 
it, it's it's mainly just you. She's just there for for the story purposes. Okay. But yeah, guys, that is going to be it from us. We appreciate y'all supporting us. Appreciate y'all joining along with us and listening to listening to us talk about The Last of Us episode three. We will continue the series next week with episode four. Uh, just some other things that are coming up on the uh, the pipeline. Josh and I will be going back to The Sopranos and reviewing season four. So if you are following along with us there, episodes one, two, and three, we will recap and review next week. Uh, we just finished up the Equalizer series, and both those episodes should be out by the time you listen to this episode. If it's not, the uh, episode, the Equalizer 2 should be coming out uh, fairly shortly. Other than that, we're just doing Patreon requested reviews right now. I'm going through each Patreon supporter and reviewing a movie that they want me to uh, to review. Uh, next week is Umbach, the uh, the Kung the Kung Fu uh, action movie. I have not seen it. Looking forward to seeing that because I've heard really great things about it. You're gonna love that movie. Yeah, I wanted to see it for Kung Fu in review, but it wasn't on any streaming service. Technically, it's not Kung Fu, but yes. It is. It's amazing. The action scenes in that movie are fantastic. We're, we're any kind of fighting movie. We're calling we're call it Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> because if you go back and look at Kung Fu in review, it's like these are not Kung. These are like all kinds of different movies. <laughs> but that's the glorious, the gloriousness of that of that TV series of that. <laughs> so yeah, that's on the pipeline for next week. Uh, and that's really it. That's really it. So we, we got several, several, several more weeks of the Patreon requested reviews, which you can get by going to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two supports any of those tiers. And then you get access to our discord, which is where the shenanigans happens and where you get to request shit that we talk about on every single episode as a, as a supporter Patreon, you get that perk. So, again, that entices you, patreon.com slash two game. Sir, I appreciate you joining me, and uh, I hope to see you next week, sir. I'll be around, sir. Good talking to you. You too, sir. Uh, Y'all take it easy. We'll catch y'all next week on another review. Laters.